Welcome to Our Sleeve Life Podcast, hosted by Kelly and Mel, who both got gastric sleeve surgery five years apart. We wanted to create a supportive family with full transparency by sharing our stories as well as others from the community. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time. Hey, guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. <laughs> no. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor immediately. Ye- yes. And that includes diet, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys, and we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family. That's right. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. This is our Sleep Life Podcast, and this is Mel. And I'm Kelly. And we are going to have a fun, fun episode today. Oh, goodness. Are yeah. we? Are we going to have fun? I'm so excited to get, like, all these questions answered. I know. That we have been just, like, racking our brain about. Just dying to ask. Like, we've talked to another dietitian, too. It's just, like, questions start coming up and coming up even after that episode. Yes. So you're like, oh, we got another one. We yeah. got another dietitian. We can ask questions, too. Exactly. So, so we are really excited to announce that we have Jana on the podcast today. I don't know. I just pause. I just like, yeah. That's, yeah. Oh so we have Jana Wolf on the podcast You're and so she is a registered dietitian and she also has a company called The Berry Box. Yeah. And so we're going to learn about that and we're going to ask her all these questions. And I hope you're ready for this, Jana. So... I think I am. Okay. <laughs> she All is. right. So w- welcome to the podcast, Jana. It's We're so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. I love podcasts in my own personal yes. life. And so being on one is thrilling to say the least. Yay. And I am. And, and also, I should congratulate you guys on your one year anniversary. Thank you. That is, very exciting. And guess what? Barry Box is also celebrating their one year anniversary very soon as well. That's oh so awesome. Like schedule. I love it. Yes. Yeah. The, the, that milestone is just crazy because you're like, I can't believe it's been a year. Yes. And yeah. we were talking about it last night because we did our first live episode mm-hmm. last night. Yeah. And oh my God. it was it's so crazy to think how far we came from like just this like random idea mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Like, yes. It, it it's just amazing. It's crazy. It's crazy. And some people, I don't know if people know that, but Jana was part of the um, weight loss extravaganza. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. So that yes. was really cool. It was one of the coolest events we've ever done. And like in the past for, because I'm, I'm part of the comprehensive obesity management program in Baltimore, Maryland. Mm-hmm. So I'm a director of nutrition there. And, um, and I've been there for a good, like five years with Dr. Dovek mm-hmm. and, um, Dr. Bello, and we've had the best time. And on top of all that, every single year we get to celebrate patients and, and us too, yeah. and the whole program. And we get to just celebrate um, in person. But of course, in this year of the pandemic, yeah. um, going on more than a year, uh, <laughs> we we had to get creative. And um, Betsy gets super creative. Betsy's the most creative. So she she came up with this idea of doing it all online and pulling all these amazing people, including you guys. Yeah, I, I know. And um and, you know, it was like, it was just something that I've never seen before or never mm-hmm. been a part of. Mm-hmm. And it really highlighted like 
thousands of people. Um, mm-hmm. And we got like, I, I don't even know how many people actually tuned in at the end, but I think we got like 170,000 people. It was ridiculous. That is Holy nuts. That's oh my nuts. God. Yeah. I know. Not to like, you know, toot our own horn, but guys, we did a good job. Yeah. Yes. Toot away, my friend. Yes. Toot away. Yeah. That was uh, like, I remember watching the us, like our video come on and we were just like screaming. We, we were so excited. <laughs> we were just like, oh my gosh, is this really happening right now? Because it who, was, who yeah. would have thought? Who would have thought? I know. I know. Oh yeah. I was just going to say like, I, I just couldn't believe it's nice to see like a whole like other, you guys are across the United. You know, I can't even talk. You guys are across, you know, the United States, and you guys were still willing to take people that were over here and show mm-hmm. their experiences and their mm-hmm. story. And it was just like, oh, these people care. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. these people really yeah. care about us, and mm-hmm. this is really cool to see. Yes. Yeah, and it's so cool that like across the U.S., we all have this shared experience. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I, 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 and I'll be completely honest. I did not get the surgery. I'm not a a dietitian who got the surgery. Um, however, I did see my first dietitian when I was in seventh grade Okay, and I had eating issues of my own and especially weight management issues, um, all throughout my entire life. And I actually, in, in all honesty, I follow a very similar diet to the bariatric diet where high protein, low ish, moderate carbs Mm -hmm. and, um, and eating your protein first and really practicing mindfulness when you're eating and, you know, high fluids, et cetera, you know, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) no, we're on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) And and so in, in that realm, it's like, I, I, I sort of share this experience with everyone in that, you know, maintaining your weight losses is one of those things that, you know, nobody can really take away from you No, and worked so hard for it. And when you can share and empathize in that, and you have this whole community across the entire U S it's, it's a, an amazing thing. It, so it really I love is being part of the bariatric community. Yes. It's, it's one of the best communities I have ever mm-hmm. experienced. Like everybody's so positive. And even yeah. when they're having negative moments, like they're still positive. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. just insane. And like when I'm having a bad day, I just go on there and I just instantly and like smile, seeing all of the faces mm-hmm. and like how well everybody's doing. It's just mm-hmm. it's great. It's a great community. Well, I like how yeah. like honest it is because mm-hmm. you yeah. see people post like when they're not having good days and it's great because that's real because mm-hmm. we're real yes. people like we're not. This isn't Hollywood over here. Like we all got into this situation for X, Y and Z. And mm-hmm. yeah, we're, we still have problems. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right. So it's a it's an entirely shared um, experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Which no matter, beautiful. you know, to kind of pull on what you said of like you didn't have the surgery, but you're still a part of the community. Like, you know mm-hmm. what we're what we're going through. You know how hard we have to work to get there. And so I love that even people like and one of our favorite followers like she's been with us from the very beginning patty yeah she didn't have surgery either Mm -hmm. but she absolutely like we adore her she's so motivating like even this morning yep she messaged me at 6 a.m it was like okay time to get up time to do your yoga and i was like i saw that you did yoga this morning very proud thank you thank you so i was like okay i gotta get up i gotta do this like as you know, because everybody says like how motivating we are, but it's yeah. like, no, you guys motivate us 
more than anything. Oh, like yeah, to yeah. get our butts up and get moving and do these things. So yeah, it's right. it's a great and, community. And even like even being a dietitian in this community, mm-hmm. you almost feel a sense of purpose and responsibility to also keep yourself healthy. Yeah, and to you know, and for me, um, you know, what once you are at a certain weight and you are struggling with that weight and you might even be in like the obese category of BMI or whatever, right? it becomes a thing that you have to deal with for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. because obesity is in a way a condition. Mm -hmm. And even if you lose weight, you still have to maintain it. It's like, even if you um, don't have diabetes anymore, Mm -hmm. you still have to manage that and maintain it. Mm -hmm. So I completely understand when whether you lose weight without surgery or not, it's still, you know, struggle central because every, every single moment is really a choice, you Mm know? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. I I really love that. Every moment is a choice. choice. That's, that's pretty darn perfect. Yeah. We'll just put Jana right afterwards. Every moment is a choice. I need to grab a pen and paper and write that down actually, because that's fantastic. Do it. Yeah. Cause we, cause Dr. Dovac, she told us to read um, the subtle art. No. Of not giving enough. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, and that actually, and they talk about that, the whole choice thing. I think in, I think I just read yeah. that in chapter five or six. So yeah. um, it's a the whole thing. Choice. The problem with choice. This is what, this is, I, I want to talk about this for a second. Is that okay? Yeah, we do the, side stuff all the time. <laughs> okay. Side note. Um, the problem with choice is that sometimes our subconscious will sort of like lead us right in whatever direction because when you eat you know and and i'm just talking about food in general okay um things that are high fat high sodium high sugar they produce like these really nice awesome you know chemicals in our brain like the the dopamine dopamine, right Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so you feel like you've almost like accomplished something when you eat these foods yeah you feel good you feel good Mm -hmm. so when you're presented with that choice and maybe you're stressed or you're like, Oh, whatever that subconscious will say, let's go, let's eat it. So that's where, that's where I talk to everyone about never ever relying on willpower. Willpower doesn't exist. Got it. Okay. Okay. So we have to shift it over to skill power. You have to have the skills that you have the food on hand so that, you know, even if your subconscious is telling you to eat X, Y, Z, well, maybe you don't even have it on hand anymore. So mm-hmm. you're going for something else that's already made for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes, sometimes, you know, you can make that decision, but then you make the next best choice mm-hmm. after that. That's oh, great. I like that. I'm obsessed with that whole conversation that you, like statement that you just made. Like, yeah. That's yeah. well, that's it, exactly it. It rings true because we just talked about on the live podcast of like how um like food triggers. Mm-hmm. Like I I just can't go to Arby's anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. it's a it's a whole food trigger. If I get upset and angry, I want to go have like the curly fries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know and I used to work at Arby's when I was 16 to like 18 and whatever. And I realized that like, oh, when I was having problems at home, I would eat Arby's. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now it's still happening in my 30s. And I'm like, yeah. I just can't go there. I just like that just has to be a place that I just don't go anymore. It doesn't exist. It yeah. doesn't exist. It doesn't exist in my world. Mm-hmm. So and that old that old pathway in your brain is still there. Oh, yeah. It's not. It's not used as much, but it's still there for yeah. it. So 
when you are stressed, you know, you, we fall back on those old pathways. Mm-hmm. So that's not a surprise to me at all. No, you I know? can feel it in my bones. I'm like, oh, I want fries. Like mm-hmm. it's instant. Right. Like it's like mm-hmm. I'll have, I'll just be crying for whatever reason. I'd be like, oh, fries, fries. Because anybody's like, what? Yeah. Do, what can I do to help you? Fries, fries. <laughs> And yeah, so that pathway is fully there mm-hmm. and it's never going to go away. I just have to like manage it. And mine's is sweets. When I'm upset, <clears throat> I want cake. Like yeah. that, that's just what like my brain is like cake, cake, cake. Yeah. And it's that same thing. Like I just cannot have it in the house. I can't have stuff in the house to make anything. Like I just, it has to stay out because I won't go and get it. Right. Like, right. and and that's that's the best part of the skill power idea is that if it's not there, you're more, nine times out of ten, you're not going to go out and get right. it. You yeah. know? And honestly, nine times out of ten, 20 minutes after the craving, it'll likely go away. That's what I hear. The 20 minute rule. It's that 20 minutes sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. But you know what, though? OK, I did an experiment last night knowing that I was coming on here. OK. Um, So I get into these uh, ruts of eating at night. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyone know that one? Don't answer. I know that everyone does. (laughs) Yes. So after dinner, okay, my mom and I call it the dinner that lasts till bedtime. (laughs) It's like, okay. So if you're in that rut, then the minute that you just say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to push through this because I already, I did eat enough today. Let's say you did eat enough. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between not eating enough and then wanting the snacks at night Mm -hmm. and then eating enough during the day and being like, well, wouldn't that be nice to have something else? Mm -hmm. And if it's that kind of thing and you can, you can sort of sit back and say, what's going on here. Um, then waiting, waiting the 20 minutes is very challenging and it's almost painful. Yeah. But after the 20 minutes and drinking some water and just like kind of chilling and relaxing, you actually will forget about it. You will forget about it. And to a point where you won't even actually feel any hunger. Oh, I've done it. I, I know what you're talking about. It's, I Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's up here that you don't actually physically need anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we were actually just talking about that because we're both on Fetamine now. Mm-hmm. And yep. we were actually at the store mm-hmm. and everything i was i'm not even kidding you like we turned the corner i'm like ooh, muffins it was weird ooh, i was like bread. what are you doing like it was i'm not like that normally uh-huh. and so i was right. like it's weird because i'm not hungry i'm not hungry because of the fetamine but my head is telling me ooh, muffins sound really good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I would grub down on some bread right now like <laughs> i didn't buy any of it thank god yeah. but no. it's still there you can be physically not hungry and still starving. Yes. Oh, I would agree with that. Oh, I would like yeah. to. I'd like to get into that, but I also this is what I do here. I keep us on track. So I would like to. <laughs> oh my god! Uh-huh. I will drive off the cliff. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love me. it. I love That's it. Why we have her? Yes. I was bringing you back from the cliff, and we'll go right back to it a little okay. bit later. Yes. So I, because I'm curious, I'd like to know, like, how did you get into being a dietitian? What made you want to be a dietitian? How did that all happen? Um, chronic dieting. Okay. Feeling absolutely terrible about myself. Growing up in the eighties in New York where, uh, thinness meant value. Okay. Um, Everyone's saying something about the my body, you know, mm-hmm. anytime I would see them. Mm-hmm. And if they didn't say something about my body, 
I knew that I had gained. Oh. Um, you know, that's those, mm-hmm. those types of things. They, and then also just like from that experience. And then also, you know, when I saw my first dietitian and I sort of, sort of started to like learn how to eat, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, I didn't need to starve myself. Okay. There was actually a moment right after this, this actually lasted through college right after my last day of college, when I didn't study nutrition at first, I studied communications. Okay. Wellness field for, for, um, employee wellness. And I, I worked with like grocery stores, employees and insurance employees, and all of these p- people to work on weight management, fitness, uh, quitting smoking, stress, etc. Oh yeah. We have that. Oh, yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So that's what, that's what I used to do. And then I was like, I want to become more specialized in the nutrition field. But, um, I, and I knew that I wanted to work with it within weight management specifically. Um, when I, when I went to, I, I did my, um, studies at Johns Hopkins and my internship there. And, um, when I was there, I did a lot on bariatric surgery. So we did like studies there and, um, it was, it was really fun. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I like the fact that people aren't constantly failing, you Mm -hmm. know, and being told, uh, that you have to be on a very strict diet and all of this kind of stuff. I like that there's some flexibility, but some boundaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Physical, physical boundaries go a long way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, um, I will say that, you know, it took me like being a dietitian was my second career. So um, I learned a lot in the wellness field and I learned a lot about communicating with people, being on a team, like understanding people in general, you know, um, what they want to hear and and how to actually make them listen to me. I, oh, I like that. I like it. Yeah. Cause I mean, not everybody who goes into a registered dietitians is going to actually listen and like hear what you're saying. They may mm-hmm. like nod and they may be like off in la la land or they're like, oh right. yeah, I'm not doing that. Even, even if they're like, oh yeah, I'll do that in their yeah. head. They know. Well, as a dietitian, just to piggyback on what you said as a dietitian, you, you learn how to not think of what you're saying next. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I like that because that's a bigger problem. Just I noticed with um, communication in general Mm. is people have like, they can't listen if they're already preparing for their comment. Totally. So I I learned that too in my communications class and I was like, oh, that makes more sense. And like how sometimes I will watch people talk to each other and it's almost like they're having two different conversations Mm -hmm. because they're battling. Yeah. It's like no one's actually listening to each other and then giving each other like real like constructive like feedback or whatever it is you're like oh one's talking about baseball and one's talking about basketball and they don't realize it's two different sports right now (laughs) like it's ridiculous yes and and sometimes that can happen like I will talk because I see thousands of patients during the year like there are certain people that you just can't you know really bond with and make sure that you're both listening to each other Mm -hmm. that's why there are so many dietitians out there Mm -hmm. so that you can pick and choose who you like, you know, yeah. um, I work with a, like a couple of dietitians on Instagram. We all agree like, oh, certain people are just better for this type of mm-hmm. person, you know? Yeah. And that's why it's really great as, as a patient, you can pick and choose who your dietitian is. You'll have, you'll get, you'll get one in your program usually, mm-hmm. but then afterwards you can sort of, you know, venture out. I don't, I don't mind when 
you know, our patients see other dietitians, especially if I know them. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm learning a lot about how you can really just pick and choose who your doctors and nurses and dietitians and. Yeah. Cause I mean, really she went to her surgeon Mm -hmm. because her brother went there. Yeah. And my surgeon was just my uh, rheumatologist referred me there. So Mm -hmm. we didn't know that we had a choice. We thought we just had to go like jump through all these hoops to get to the doctors. Our offices are great. Yeah. So we we lucked out. But I mean, we are learning through this process that you you can shop around. You can try and find somebody that's more on your wavelength, including with dietitians. Yeah, I've seen, I definitely, um, I take patients on the side, you know, when, whenever I have time and I've definitely seen patients from all different programs. And what's nice is that generally the recommendations are very similar Mm. across the board of, you know, what you should be practicing on a daily basis as a patient. So it's like, I can take what they've learned and basically say like, okay, this works for you. Maybe this doesn't work and we can meet somewhere in the middle. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's not so like this is it or, you know, it's not black and white. Yeah. There's like a it's there's not. wiggle room. Yeah, it's there. not because people are very fluid and flexible. Mm. So, you know, and you and look, we just had Easter. We had Passover. We had, you know, the, we had quarantine. We had all this different stuff going on. So when you're presented with these different outward situations, like your your routine might be completely different and change and you need to be able to be flexible with those routines and changes i usually tell my patients like if you're gonna go to easter dinner lunch or whatever um make sure at least that the bare bare minimum you're getting your fluid in that's Mm get that, get that down pat, get the fluid in. Okay. Have the bottle next to you. I don't care who you are. Thank you. Thank Um, you. Can you call my husband and like, be like, Hey, so I heard you're not drinking water. Eric, your wife just called you out. I love it. Just saying. I I love it. I I feel bad for him because like, because I learn all this stuff all the time. I'm just like, just like spewing information at him. And I think he's getting to the point where like, I don't care anymore. (laughs) Like you can tell me that it's going to like grow me another leg and I'm going to be really fast person. And I don't care. Well, and I, she has like, I come over and I'm like, Eric, how's your water? Yeah. Like, (laughs) and so this is is my recommendation. Just instead of like telling him, just have him tell you. So like, for instance, I, Obviously, I like nutrition and I talk about it a lot. I tell my husband things, da da da. He was the one who noticed my body language when I have what I call my blackout moments where I'm just overeating, mindless eating, like, you know, sit down, stop. And he actually helps me when I need the extra help. Ah, that's really cool. Yeah, you can show them, hey, I need help during these situations. Remind me to drink my fluid. Remind me to eat my protein first. Remind me to take it. So then you can use them because now they already know everything because you taught them everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like this idea. That's perfect for you guys. He's great at that stuff. Like, he'll help me. Like, I just, with anything. So... I'm gonna try the I, I'm like, you can see like Melody being like, oh, how can I do this? Oh, (laughs) yes. 
Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. I I got a I got a plan already brewing up here. That's <laughs> that is great advice. So. Great advice. So speaking of like blackout moments of like overeating, and you were talking about quarantine, and we're you know you've got all these different things that are happening, and you may be stressed <laughs> out. You may be having you know a lot of things go on in your life where it's changing, like you said. What would you? How would you recommend like pulling yourself out of that? Yeah. And kind of mm-hmm. returning back to the original plan. Okay. So first, always making contact with your surgical team, whether okay. it's like a nurse practitioner or a dietitian. I think that keeping in contact with them is just one point of accountability that might be nice for mm-hmm. you. That could be one step. And then also just knowing what your plan is, okay. you know, because I, I can't tell you how many people I talk to that are like, I know what I need to do. I just am not doing like, well, what do you, what do you need to do? Like, let's talk about that and let's, let's jot it down and pick maybe one, maybe two things that you are absolutely ready to do because it's not when you're like, when, when you're in a cloud and you're like, I need to really get back on track, going a hundred percent back to where you were when you were perfect and in the honeymoon phase and in the whatever Mm -hmm. That might not be realistic at that very moment. Yeah. So if you can accomplish like the one to two things that you're a hundred percent ready to do and that you're confident you can accomplish, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, your yoga in the morning, if you could do that maybe twice a week, like that's, that's great. Start right there because this is not a race. This is it's not a race. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you get back there step by step and then be more consistent and have some faith in ourselves and trust that Mm. that one slip is not a slide, Mm. you know, and Mm. that you can come right back. Yeah. You can. How, how much time would you put in between your steps? So say you picked like, you know, like I'm going to do yoga and I'm going to do that, you know, two or three times a week. And that's my goal for the next, like, how long would you put in between? Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. And that, that might change that goal. So like you can say, okay, for the next two to three weeks, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And you can reevaluate at that two to three weeks and say, you know what? I'm happy with what I'm doing right now. Let me just continue with this. Or let me add one more thing. Like, I know I'm not getting my, my, my multivitamins and let me just do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. But then I'm thinking like, you know, there are probably the people that are like, what about, you know, 21 days to form a habit and blah, blah, blah. But like, I'm sorry, but like uh, some people it takes like 180 days to form a habit. So it's, <laughs> it's true. It's so true. 21 days. I'm like, I, okay. Like, <laughs> like what's that? Yeah. What's this magical yeah. number of 21 days? Yeah. That's just because I think that just comes from the rehab centers, right? For the whole like yes, and and substance abuse right. and stuff, yeah, yeah, right. And um, and I had my I was like doing this at home with my my husband and his fraternity brothers. They did like a weight loss challenge, and I was like, okay, whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna start writing down what I eat. I'm gonna start logging what I eat because I felt as though. Well, I, I say I felt as though I stepped on the scale and I had gained a good twelve pounds during quarantine. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, it's time. Yeah. It's time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to use that as objective information. I'm not going to use it as like a, you know, evaluation of my character. And I'm, I'm just going to, you know, jot down what I'm eating. And I did that for 21 days, but it did not become a habit. No. Why is, why is logging your food so hard? 
Um, it's very tedious, not natural. Mm. So, and especially if you're trying to like practice mindfulness, it's like, and, and then you're like writing down everything and then you're calculating. You're like, Oh, well, I have, I have three more, 300 more calories left. Like, let me grab the thing so I could eat that. And you know, (laughs) like I, in there. Um, so you, and and in all in all re- reality, like maybe if you weren't logging, you wouldn't have had that extra three hundred calories because mm-hmm. you didn't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. not natural, but it gives us this amazing data. Wouldn't it be so cool if like we could invent a product that everything you eat, it just then it shows up on like yes, a, like like a scorecard, yeah, yeah, like a yeah. cheat sheet, yeah. Like we need like a chip, like no, too far. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. A, ch- a chip in like oh. your tongue or your cheek or something. <laughs> so we're like, as soon as you eat the food, like it calculates the weight of it and how much you consumed yep. and like just gives you, you like a printout. Calories, like if you need to exercise a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it no. like connects to your phone I and mean, like it gives you yeah. alerts that says like you've gone over your calorie limit today. <laughs> you know, and then we'd finally yeah. know like the absorption stuff. Like, yeah, that'd be a thing. Yes. I only say too far because I'm scared of robots taking over. And if I put a chip inside of me that's going to calculate stuff, that's like the first step of no. Armageddon right no. there. I mean, it would make it so much easier, though. It would. It would. I'm a data girl. Like, I'm an accounting degree. I love numbers to death. But, but totally she hates robots. <laughs> robots. <laughs> And we all hate logging our food. Yeah. 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 So we have to find a happy medium. I know. And that's a chip in in your tongue or your cheek. Tongue or cheek. Can I just, no, can I just lick something and then that registers it? So then I don't have to have it in my body. No. There you go. Elon Musk, figure it out. We'll put that on the list. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we need next, people. Yes. After a COVID vaccine, vaccine, we need this. We need this. Yes, we'll call Dr. Fauci. We'll get it done. Yes, I think that's a good that's a good plan for us. Perfect. I think um, you know, going back to like how can you get restarted and feel like you have some form of like structure and some boundaries for yourself and just like have some routine. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if you wanted to do sometimes I'll tell my patients like just do one day like just log your food for one day mm-hmm. or oh. two days you know and you can just send it to me or take some pictures of your food and send it to me um and I I like that where it's a little bit looser and you feel like you can do it you don't mm-hmm. have to download the app and mm-hmm. like figure out your recipes and all of this mm-hmm. if we could just get even like a roundup of what you're eating and say oh okay maybe we could just like sliver off some of these things and you'll be a lot better. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes a lot more sense. And it's a lot, it's a lot more manageable. Like you said, you're not like, you're not like, Oh, I have to log my food for the rest of my life. Like that's, that's very daunting when you think about it. And I think that's why it's so hard to like get back on plan because the thought of getting back on plan is so daunting. Like there's so much to it. Yeah. Well, you just have to yeah. change what the plan is. So if your plan's not to log it, then just don't log it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can now do it a different way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you just have to shift your mindset exactly. of like how how you're going to yeah. do this. Like, so when you are looking at your food, you like, go, okay, I'm, I know that like a fistful of meat is, what is it? Like the, the nines thing or is it the It's sevens? the deck of cards or the palm yeah. of your hand. I, I, <laughs> there was one time I was doing one of our, the edu- like nutrition education classes mm-hmm. and, and someone was like, what about the palm? And I was like, you know what? 
And I picked like the biggest guy in the class and I go like biggest as in tallest. Right. And I was like, give me your palm right now. And we compared our palms and his palm was like this big. And I was just like, it's not a fair representation. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the best things that you can think about is like, I I mean, I would get a scale. Like if you ever just want to do this, getting yourself a scale and understanding that like one ounce of protein is about seven grams of protein. So like one ounce. Yeah shrimp is about seven grams of protein. One ounce of chicken is about seven grams of protein. They're all like way different. You know, they're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. So, um, you know, if you just say, okay, well then I need like anywhere from three to five ounces of protein so I can get 21 to 35 grams. Nice. That's yeah. That's perfect. an easier way. Cause I do have, I did that in the very beginning because like tracking was like the way that I would really helps mm-hmm. me. And so yeah, we got the weighing machine, we weighed everything. And it was kind of cool to really see what, what is three ounces. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because- and even again, like, even if you just do that for like a week or two, then you remember what the serving sizes mm-hmm. are. We, we tend to just like sort of drift a little bit, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Everyone does right. that. Yeah. yeah. I remember being doing Weight Watchers like years ago, and I still remember that an egg is two points. <laughs> like yeah. it's it's the the weirdest thing that I'm like, okay, that is that <clears throat> that many points. Like that's that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is probably like seven years ago that I did this. That's- Do you? Um, I want to revisit Weight Watchers because I feel like they've changed their um, their point structure mm-hmm. where. Things that are now like high protein and low carb are actually like minimal, like zero. Which oh, makes nice. more sense. It makes more sense yeah. to do it that way because you need those items. Like you need your right. protein mm-hmm. and, you know, going lower carb or more healthier options for carbs, you know, is is it better yeah. overall? I, I think. think so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. eating so much processed junk because that's what the way it used to be. Like the yeah. more processed or light or non-fat was like lower calorie than the stuff that was like natural. Mm-hmm. Like it was weird. Right. Right. It was a little weird. I mean, really, you could get away with eating, you know, a thing of Arby's French fries and, you know, a piece of cake. And that would be your 30, your 30 points. And then you're done for the day. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. And that yeah. was like, that's why I was like, this doesn't really make much sense sense like for Mm -hmm. lifetime and some people have it worked out like some people do great on it it was not one of my favorites like I never did the Weight Watchers no I it was one of those like I hit my top weight and so I was like okay I gotta do something and then drop down and then gain back for me it was admitting that I needed it that was that you needed help yeah because then like if I went that means everybody knows that I know that I'm fat so then I'm not gonna go because that's uh, that's a really good point. You, and, and sometimes we're just not ready to admit that mm-hmm. we were. And, and that might have not been your way of going anyway, because mm-hmm. right. if you weren't interested in it, then it wouldn't have worked anyway. Exactly. So, exactly. It would have been. I, I remember of- going to meetings with my mom. Oh, and this was so long ago. It was during high school. And um, and then guess what? There was a pizzeria Uno right next door. Mm hmm. Where do you think we went yeah. for dinner? That's a great location, dude. <laughs> what are we doing? And but to me, it was very painful because yeah. you would go to these meetings and then you would go out to eat, and then you were so hyper focused on everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yes, and then you would like beat yourself up because you couldn't like do it at 
a pizzeria uno. Yeah. No, so, I yeah. we had this conversation because Mel had two slices of pizza. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she was beating herself up so hard. And I was like, you have to, like, give yourself some grace. Well, it just, like, being because I'm six, I'll be six years post-op next month. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so when when, the day, when she's talking about that, that was, like, a few months ago. And it's like, yeah, because I remember when I couldn't even fit, like, half a one in there. And so it feels yeah. weird to be able to do two. And, yes, like, I didn't have those in the same sitting because there's I can't do that still. Mm-hmm. But, like. In my brain, I'm like, there was no reason for you to have the two. You had the one. You shouldn't have had the second one. So I just started, like, spiraling. And I was just like, oh, my yeah. God. Well, I mean, the the honeymoon phase is a blessing and a curse for just that reason. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you get this one, like, moment in time where you're, you know, you can't fit two slices of pizza in. Right. But mm-hmm. then over time, things like pizza can go down very easily. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I will say, though, if, if you love numbers and you're strategic, mm-hmm. like, those two slices, you could get away with that. You I know. That. And you know that. Yeah. That's the whole thing. And when I say get away with it, I don't mean that it's like a terrible thing, like you committed a crime. I mean, like you can you can calculate to a point where you can say, oh, you know what? Next day, breakfast. Let me do like a piece of fruit, a little omelet with a little bit of low-fat cheese and some, you know, veggies and a piece of like you know, or whatever, if that's all you can fit, yeah. or maybe the low carb bread or something with it. And then you have like your regularly scheduled meals so that your body can just get back on track. And honestly, your weight management is sort of like an average over the course of a month mm. anyway. So, mm-hmm. right. Um, I like it. That makes fun because she had me log it. So I logged it. And yeah, it was actually totally fine in my day. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, I don't because I was literally still at like 1500 calories and like I still got good protein and whatever. So I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I I need to stop. I think I mean, this all goes back to the trust that we have with ourselves Mm -hmm. and not trusting ourselves to appreciate and enjoy those two slices of pizza. Yeah. Mm back on track like we really feel like oh my god what if it is that one moment where i start to regain yes mm-hmm. yes well, what will it be this one that makes me slide mm-hmm. yeah it's the scary scary I, I worry about that every single day like yeah every day i worry and i was very like it worried me to even eat potato for yeah, my first did. year mm-hmm. because yeah. i was so scared that i was gonna gain weight mm-hmm. and I I worry. I'm like, okay, if I eat this, is this putting me back into the mindset of like that I'm comfort eating or, you know, so I'm constantly like that, that wheel is turning. Rebuilding that trust. I think that that trust thing Mm -hmm. is so important because if you can say, you know what, I do trust myself to get back on. And actually here's my strategy for tomorrow, you know, and being, and being smart about it. Mm -hmm. And you know, allowing, and I also think that like, if you're going to indulge mm-hmm. or have something that is a little bit higher in calories, AKA the pizza, right? Um, you better take the time to enjoy those pieces of pizza. Oh, I do that. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm saying this, like I'm saying that I'm talking to the general, <laughs> the general public. Like, Right. So it's like if you if you really like enjoyed it mm-hmm. and you gave yourself that and you said, you know what? I did that. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. that. Full responsibility. That's great. And you know what? Had a good time doing it. Now I can get back to regularly scheduled programming. Yes. Oh, I like it. 
Yes. Instead of continuing to beat yourself up for the next week, you're just saying, I'm accepting the behavior. Yeah. And then what am I doing tomorrow to make it normal? Exactly. Because what's right. Exactly. Because what are you, what's, what are you going to get out of just like, you you can't change that thing that happens. Yeah. Yeah. No, No, you can't uneat it. No, you cannot. It's done. No. It's done. Okay. Well, I like it. So when you're, so you're the dietitian for bariatric patients. So do you guys do the two week of liquid or? We don't. You don't. You don't. Okay. Okay. Because I didn't have to do it. She had to do it. I had to do it. Yeah. So what kind of, what do do you put them on? Anything different than, okay. What is our, our whole thing is that you can get very similar results from doing the two weeks of liquid, um, very low calorie with doing three weeks of low carb and moderate calorie. So, um, the idea is that we want to shrink your liver, Mm -hmm. um, to make sure that the surgeons, when they get in there, they want to go around your liver and pick it up. So it can't be too heavy. And we know that liver stores glycogen. So if you're eating too many carbohydrates, your liver is going to get bigger. If you're eating out the carbs, your liver is going to get smaller. And I don't usually tell my patients to go zero carbs. I'll say like anywhere from 50 to 70 grams of net carbs per day, um, anywhere from 1200 to 1500 calories per day. And that'll usually do the trick in terms of shrinking the liver enough. And I confirm it with the surgeon as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's not torture. That's and, awesome. Um, and actually I, I, I will say that, um, I mean, I tried to make it a little bit easier with Barry box. Um, we do a three week liver shrinkage diet and of course oh. it has to be approved by your program, but at the same time, it's still shrinking your liver. And it's basically comes with three protein shakes and two full meals, um, that, is pretty satisfying. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, and you get like the three weeks and then the the subscription cancels after the three weeks. That's how it goes. Oh, I like, I really like that. Yeah. That makes things a lot easier that you yeah. have it all set up. Yes. Prior. Oh, how cool. Yeah. That'd make it. Guilt so, power. So Getting your environment all set up. Exactly. Yeah. Um, That's what we, so uh, we tried flex pro meals. And they're just, you know, microwave meals that are great on the go. They seem to have really good macros to them. Well, and they're yeah. they're freshly made. They're fra- they're flash uh, frozen, flash frozen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we like them. Um, but yeah, like we we heard that you have a delivery service, a meal delivery service called the Berry Box. Is that correct? Yes. So how- B-A-R-I Box. Nice, nice. So how does it mm-hmm. all work? So it all works because it is made specifically for bariatric patients. So we have pre-op meals that are slightly bigger um, Mm -hmm. than our post-op meals. And you could do a subscription or a one-time purchase just to try it. Um, We have every two weeks, we change our menu. So um, this week... I'm going to tell you our menu this week. Yay, I love it. Just because, you know, why? Why not? And I wanted to, oh, before I do that, I just want to say Flex Pro looks great. Uh, And, you know, if that's if that's what you want to do, great. But it is a little bit higher in calories and carbs than I would recommend. So I almost feel like if you're going to spend the money and have the meals already pre-made, how about we make them perfect and Mm. a little bit on the lower end than what you would normally eat, like, you know, out or if you would prepare something and you're not 100 percent sure if it's like good for that meal. Okay. Um, 
So our, our meals post-op are um, no more than 300 calories. They're no more than 15 grams of net carbs, 20 to 30 grams of protein, mm -hmm. um, and no more than five grams of sugar. Okay. Nice. And no more than like 11 to 12 grams of fat. We usually try to make it on the lower end of fat too. Okay. But these are pre-made. I mean, what you said about the flex meals, it's pre-made um, that week, flash frozen, um, air sealed tight, mm -hmm. sent to your house. And, awesome. um, so everything's really fresh, which is nice yeah. and it goes in for months on end. And then when you're ready to cook it, you put it in the fridge, defrost. Um, it's best if you defrost it, but you can do it from the freezer okay. and it's like two to three minutes in the microwave, or you throw it in a pot of boiling water and you plate it. You're good to go. Thank you. I was about to ask you because I don't have our microwave by choice. We don't have one. Right. I haven't had one in five years, maybe six now. Right. And so we tried the Flex Pro meals and she's like, do you want to take some? And I'm like, I don't know how to make it. Yeah. She's like, oh, <laughs> let, let me get back to you on that. And I was like, OK, they're just sitting in my freezer because she can. Yep. I mean, Mel works from my house on Thursdays, so generally we can eat those on Thursdays. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I was like, do you want to take any of these? Because I feel like I'm eating them all. And she's like, I don't know how I'm going to microwave them. So that that actually. So you just put right. it in a boiling pot of water? Yeah. Yeah, because wow. they're in they're in these airtight bags. So oh. you just throw them in and they cook them from the outside. Nice. So my brain went to like, because you have to, you know, if you do the microwave, you have to like lift it up a little bit. So I was like, how would I do that if I still have to do the little lifting? But never You're mind. so I, funny. Never I mind. Know. I, so that's great. Yeah. Okay. And they're, and they're, what's nice is that they're in these bags. You have to plate them. So I know that like some people like to have the, the pre like packaged, mm. you know, plate, mm -hmm. but at the same time, they really feel like real meals when you're plating them. That's true. And not like a lean cuisine, you know? Yeah. And, um, they're also, they also fit very nicely in the freezer because they sort of go, they're, they're like a little flatter so you can stack them. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Are they, like in oh, sorry. Sorry. I was going to ask about the container. Cause you said that they're in like in a bag. Um, yeah. are those bags recyclable? Like how does that Work. Yes, the bags are recyclable and um, all of the shipping material is recyclable as well. Yes. Great. That's oh my good God. to know. We're going to have to try some of these. I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> awesome. 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 Yay. I'm excited. Um, I'll look it up. I'll yeah. look it up. Yay. So, um, Okay. So this week, or so uh, like I said, every two weeks we pick a new um, menu. Mm -hmm. We are going to start expanding the menu a little bit with some vegetarian options because I okay. know that plant-based lifestyle living mm -hmm. is very in right now. Mm -hmm. um, I don't necessarily think it's necessary hundred percent all the time, but that's just me. Um, okay. So the menu for these next two weeks are going to be uh, pulled Peruvian chicken, with a cheese sauce and roasted vegetables. Yeah. Okay. A smoked pork with coleslaw, cilantro chicken with cauliflower rice and veggies, a spaghetti squash lasagna, okay. and a Mexican breakfast skillet Ooh. with some ground beef. That sounds and, good. And then sometimes we'll throw in some of the other, like other meal, other menu items that we have, mm. um, if, if requested. And that, like the last menu was Old Bay crabby patties <gasps> oh, those sound good we had a bunless chicken cheese steak oh we had korean barbecue bowl mm. buffalo chicken meatballs and chicken fritters with a butternut squash puree 
Ooh. Do these all sound good? Yeah, they all sound delicious. Yeah. Like, I want them all, like, right now. Okay. In my mouth. In my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> like, in my mouth. Tommy. Now. Yes. <laughs> well, and, like, for me, like, for, for convenience, because I am recently separate, well, I'm getting divorced yes. from my husband. <laughs> so I am a single woman for the first time in yep. 14 years. I've, mm-hmm. I don't know how to cook for one. Like at all. Like, so I would almost like not eat or I'll pick something up because it's easier in my brain than having to fix a whole meal that I'm going to eat by myself. Yeah. Right. Right. And so things like the berry box is great because I can make it just for me. Yeah. It's easy peasy. It's already in a bag. Yeah. Like I microwave it. And like last night we had our live episode and so by the time I'm like I'm driving home and I'm like I should just pick up dinner it's going to be easier and then I was like no you have a flex pro in your fridge it's defrosted go home and put it in the microwave and so I just like tunnel visioned myself and went straight home and like it it was two minutes and it was done and I ate it and I was like and then I was fine I didn't even think about the fast food much better for that right I feel like my yeah like I didn't feel like I needed to beat myself up. Oh, it's like a mental victory. Yeah. Yeah. Mental victory. Now looking on Flex, Flex Pros. Um, okay. Oh, on their I'm website. Gonna... Yeah, they're the, f- we just now started like learning about like the uh, meals to be sent to your house because we mm-hmm. both did HelloFresh and I don't know. Right. I, the concept I get, but like I don't, I still have the two two that I accidentally ordered from last week. Yeah, because right. I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is about it. Like, if they're in the bags. They're all good there. Like, you, I could make it. I don't want to. And I don't know <laughs> why. It's so frustrating because my husband's like, do you want me to make it? I'm like, sure. And then he's like, I don't know what we want to. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah. well, that doesn't help me. <laughs> yeah. Guys, it's the extra effort. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And like, yeah. so if I can get bags and literally boil them and then we plate, holy shit, that's a game changer. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. easy. I just yeah. like that was my main thing. I'm like, I came into bariatrics and and people were like, OK, you're teaching me all these things. Like, can you just make the meals for me, please? Yes. And, and I was like, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes, I can. And it took me a little while to figure out how, but mm-hmm. um, that that was where this all birthed from. I was like, I need to provide this for people mm-hmm. around yeah. the U.S. Like, this is insane that it does not exist. Yeah. So, um, at, you know, so I felt confident enough as like someone who's worked with the population. I'm like, okay, let me just put some specs together work with a gorgeous kitchen that is local who the 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 chef is so good he's amazing people love his food it's awesome and then it's like oh i can just enjoy my food like i can like eating too well and i enjoy i like eating like i like eating Mm -hmm. interesting new food like i like trying new stuff yeah but it's when you're trying to make it yourself, like it's just, it's, it's hard. It's hard to do. And I'm afraid I'm just going to like make it wrong. Like I know I'm, I'm, I know I'm following the instructions. Like I get it. Like I'm a baker. I can make food, but also like when I'm done, I'm like, I don't know if I messed it up and it doesn't taste good or did they mess it up and taste good? Like, I don't know which one it is. 
And then on top of that, like if you're then if you're just like, well, no, I'm not going to cook because um, I have those fears and I'm like, just like, I don't want to waste the time and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Then you get like a pre-made frozen meal and it doesn't even taste that great. Right. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm I'm pretty proud of the actual quality of the food with Barry Box. Um, and I can attest to it and say it's good. Yeah, yeah. it's good. I am. So, I'm excited to try it. What made you come up with those numbers that you were um, spouting off there of what what you guys are trying to stay in? So the calories and well, the fat. Yeah. So basically, the the main numbers for the protein and the carbohydrates, those kinds of things. I actually use. Um, like ASMBS and Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, they have lots of, um, you know, guidelines that we utilize as dietitians. I have my little pocket guide right here. I like um, it. That's so, cute. You know, basically, and basically I kind of shifted through some of the research on what our caloric needs should be after surgery. And it's all over the place. So I was thinking, okay, well, if I can divvy out the calories for each of the meals, Mm -hmm. and if you had three of those meals during the day and like two snacks, then that would equal around the amount of calories that you would need per day. Okay. Um, And then the, the amount of protein that's, you know, tried and true, you should be getting 20 to 30 grams of protein during your meals. And um, because you have a very small amount of space, limited real estate, Mm -hmm. you can't have too, too many carbs in there to take up that space. Gotcha. gotcha. So what is the amount of carbs that you would recommend for I for like us? So I'm two years out. She's six yeah. years out or almost. Yeah. So like for us and especially like I've gained a little bit of weight. Um, so I'm like trying to get back to my maintaining. What is something that like we could use for like losing weight and then maintaining for like yeah, low cal- so carb? It's going to be so different with a lot of people because what if we're doing, uh, you know, weightlifting okay. or running okay. or dancing, you know, so like it's going to depend on your activity level okay. and, um, also, it's going to depend on like how much you can eat at once. So mm-hmm. the berry box meals are no more than a cup and a half of food oh. um, for, for the one portion. And like if you're eating your protein first and then you can do about like a couple of tablespoons or something of maybe some grain or whatever with it, mm-hmm. then that might only equal like, you know, 20 grams of carbs in the whole meal. Okay. Okay. So, for, for that person, if they can fit in 20 grams of carbs per meal, two, four, six, and then maybe one to two snacks of like, you know, 15, so six, seven, eight, nine, maybe, maybe anywhere from like 90 to 120 grams of carbs for okay. that person. Okay. And so exercising a lot, then mm-hmm. I would say maybe a little bit more right after their workout. Okay. So my question is, so you said, so is that the total carbs or is that net carbs? Because well, when we were talking to a couple of doctors, it's different, right? So what is like, Yeah, I, I mean, I will always refer to it as net carbs because there are so many products that are low carb products, oh, especially yeah. when it comes to like, you know, protein supplements and just anything with like a sugar alcohol or fiber in it can be your net carbs. And it makes it easier to do long-term. Okay. So, you know, to me, I'm like, well, if it's easier to do long-term, then do it. So okay. you're saying no more than probably around 20 carbs per meal, net carbs per meal. 
for some people I cannot. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't give like, you know, a total amount for everyone. Right. Like usually with my, like I have a role with my patients, you know, and this is like for the general public, of course, Mm -hmm. you know, in, in our program. So we have this idea of like 50 grams of net carbs. If you're very soon, like soon out, Mm. And then long-term for maintenance, a hundred, like 130 grams of net carbs. Okay. But then of course, um, you know, for me, what I'll usually do is if you've, if you haven't been logging and you really don't even know how many you're consuming, let's do inventory first. Okay. Okay. And then if you want to still continue to lose, let's drop down a couple of those numbers. Oh, okay. So okay. just you just do it yourself, just slowly like drop it down until you actually are losing or if you are yeah. maintaining. So that's how you can tell by yourself of what yeah. to do. Because okay. sometimes at the end of the day, for some people, if you're reaching your protein goals and you're getting like a little bit more carbs and you're exercising, like that's great. And it'll actually be better for you because you'll get stronger in the gym and you know, you'll actually utilize the carbohydrates that you're consuming. Okay. Okay. What kind of good carbs would you mm-hmm. recommend like hold on is there really good carbs versus bad carbs because i feel like we were force fed all these random things about carbs that aren't real <laughs> and she quotes a lot of them i love you to death but you do no, and, I just, and that's why i'm asking yeah. because i'm like is okay so what what would you recommend as far as a carb that to incorporate into your daily life Okay, I have my list in my head of smart starches and slider foods. Sorry, but that's not made up because Mm. how I mean, can you can you overeat or even dare I say binge on potato chips? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Can you do that with like a nice little baked potato? Mm hmm. You can, I mean, I, I would, I would say I, I would be a hundred percent less likely to binge on a baked That's potato. That's true. That's true. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. if I make like baked potatoes or like cut up potatoes and then I like air fry them, mm-hmm. I don't eat as much. But if I have a bag of potato chips in front of me, I'm going to eat, I'm going to overindulge on yeah. that. Got you. Got you. Okay. Now let's do another example. Um, fried rice. White rice, fried white rice, or like a cheesy rice Mm -hmm. versus a brown rice with like a little bit of olive oil and garlic. Mm. There's a difference. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sweet potato fries Mm. versus (laughs) somebody doesn't like sweet potato fries (laughs) or just regular fries. How about that? Versus um, like a, a smaller baked sweet potato. Gotcha. Okay. Or roasted sweet potato or whatever. Okay. So, the nutritional value of the things that are higher in fiber and vitamins and minerals, um, the really complex carbohydrates like your um, whole grains, 100% whole grain um, breads and uh, pastas and rice and things like that, beans, corn, peas, all of these really natural foods that have carbohydrates in them mm-hmm. um, are typically going to be more nutritious, satisfying, and not as triggery as Mm -hmm. you know a slider food like chips cookies crackers cake candy so you know those they're they're all carbs Mm -hmm. all carbs right they will all raise your blood sugar potentially you know but one of them will raise it less and one of them will provide more satisfaction more nutrition less 
you know. Guilt. No, we can't be guilty. We can't feel guilty anymore with food. Well, no. but I feel like if you're binging, like there is a moment where you have to like be real with yourself and be like. A hundred percent. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm not going to sit here and say you can't, you're never going to feel guilty again for eating something mm-hmm. or, you know, that it's really like you should eat as many chips as you want. Like, I'm not right. I'm not going to do that because mm-hmm. I've been there, done that with myself. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm in the wrong. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm old school. I don't know. But it's it just doesn't work for certain people. I've seen too many people. Um, go down a route where they're really relying on trigger foods because they don't fill you up as much Mm, and you can eat lots of them. And that's very satisfying mentally Mm -hmm. to be able to indulge in those kinds of things. Yeah. No, that, that, that makes sense. That makes complete sense. I guess I I have a question about protein bars. So like carbs and protein bars, like I, I think because we go back and forth of like, I don't know if this is too much for people. I don't know if it's if it's fine. Like sometimes we'll see 27 carbs in a in like a protein bar and we're like, hey, well, if you minus off the fiber and you minus off the sugars and there's like 10. So I guess that's fine because that's 10 net carbs. Right. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as a lot, like with the the reason that the, the carbohydrates are so high is because fiber and sugar alcohols are technically carbs. So they round up into the total of carbohydrates, but because we don't absorb them the same way and some of them go right through us. Um, <laughs> literally. Sugar alcohols. Yeah. Yep. So those things are not going to impact, you know, our blood sugar and make such a big difference, you know, with that. So I would say that it's, it, it, in my opinion, I do think it's okay to go by the net carbs, um, you know, and, and again, making your life a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. If you were to go by regular carbs, no, not no net, how much more difficult would it be to stick to some sort of regimen? with higher protein, moderate carbs, mm. really hard in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you guys could do it, but no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, uh, yeah, no, I could I only hit it. If you told me what number to hit, yeah. <laughs> that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. But for how long? That's yeah. the question. Right. Could, again, we could do anything for 21 days. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, it's all downhill. It's really, it's really long-term. I don't mm-hmm. care. You know, you can, I don't care if you could fast for three days straight. It's like, what are we doing here? Like, cool. Yeah. You know? yeah. We want to, it's like, you can either go a hundred percent, zero percent, or meet yourself somewhere in the middle and just continue to do that long-term and still continue to lose weight. Yeah. What does um, sugar alcohols do to us? Like, does, is there like a certain amount of, that we should have in our body or consume in a day? Uh, to be yeah. quite honest with you, I have to get back to you on that because okay. I don't know the top, like the, the upper limit of sugar alcohols. Okay. Top okay. Um, but it can definitely cause, like if you're having a lot of it, it can cause GI distress. And, and you, you might've already experienced that. I know I have, mm-hmm. um, AKA sugar-free where there's hard candy. Um, so <laughs> sugar-free pudding. Yeah. Sugar-free pudding. Yep. yep. Got me. So, um, I would always just say, follow the, um, if you, if you can follow the serving size or less. Okay. 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 I like that idea. Try not to overindulge on right. when they have sugar alcohol. You know that some of these sugar-free products are, you know, you're susceptible to overindulging in a sugar-free Reese's peanut butter cup. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. 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 Or the Quest, yeah. Quest peanut butter cups. Oh, oh, They're good. yes, yes. 
That's even worse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. When we do live, because we do the live reviews on Thursday, there are sometimes we leave that night and I'm like, my stomach was upset all night because we, you know, we try all these different products and they have sugar alcohols in them. And it's. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because I'll come home and the deal is for me, it's like, I know like the timing, right? Because it's like 15 minutes. You got to have timers on in the beginning and your brain, my brain still registers that. And I'm just like, okay, it's been like an hour since I've been at Kelly's. It can't be in my tummy anymore. Like this feeling's now in my intestines. This is weird. Like, I don't like it. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 And then like, and it's the, there's typically it's drawing some sort of fluid into your intestines mm-hmm. so it's like boom not not feeling so great yeah no there was one we tried that I, we were sick all night I was sick all night you yeah. were sick for a couple hours yeah I was sick until I went to yeah. bed yeah you were sick like in the morning still were you? Uh, yeah I still had an upset stomach so yeah well actually this is this is good to sort of like peel apart because you know does our body want real food it like, does like, you know, yeah. and sometimes, sometimes these replacements for the things that we really want, you know, Reese's, whatever, yeah. it's like, that might be okay. Like once in a while, but mm-hmm. really at the end of the day, we might not be doing ourselves a service with just like completely swapping those out all the time. If you have, if you're just like constantly having a stomach ache, you know, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's, that's the ultimate goal, right? Is to yeah. like eat real food. That's what we want. That's what our body craves is to eat real food. Yes. Listen to your body. Yes. 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 It's just, it's sometimes very hard. It's, it's hard to come up with ideas of Mm -hmm. what that real food should be. Yeah. Berry box. Berry box. Yes. In your life. In your life. All the time. (laughs) What do you put um, people on after, like right after surgery? Like, is it, do you you have them do the the two full weeks of that liquid at least? Or is it different? I have, um, I have like sort of two options and I talk to people right after surgery about this, depending on their, um, like how they're healing. Mm -hmm. So the first, the first week is always full liquid. Like you get home because you're on clear liquid in the hospital. So you come home and you're on protein shakes for your main meals. Um, or like, you know, Andre has the protein soups and like, you know, all these different things. So as long as it's a liquid, um, and it's a protein, you can use that for your for your uh, meals. And then in between, you're just like sipping on clear liquid. So you don't get dehydrated. Do that for the first week. Second week, you can move on to purees if you want to. And I'll usually tell people don't, you don't have to take the tuna and put it into the food processor. Like don't, if that's going to (laughs) make you sick to your stomach, please. So you can just like take your fork and mash it up a little bit just so you can, you know, when you're taking the bites, they're already a little bit mushy. Mm. Um, or, or we could just do a second week of full liquids if you're just not ready to move on yet and then bypass the whole purees and go right on to soft foods. Okay. For a couple. Okay. And depending on how you're healing, you know, you can sort of like graduate onto the solid foods. Okay. Yeah. Cause I did two weeks of the liquid prior, mm-hmm. prior, two and- weeks after. And then she, we kind of, she did like puree, soft food, like mixed. So it was like, <laughs> I could, I was aware of like, I needed to chew really well and like, you know, but it was very like the, it was a gray area. It was mm. like, you could go on to soft foods <laughs> if you wanted. Like, yeah, yeah mine was mentally very hard. Four weeks, four weeks of liquid. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe you did that. Yeah. 
That's so crazy. I, that had one goal at the end of all of it, and that got me to my goal. And so I was like, it doesn't. And after was fine because you're not hungry anyways. Like, you don't want anything. Yeah. Yep. It was the before yep. that was really sucky. Yeah. Really Brutal. sucky. Well, because yeah. I did two weeks of liquid after, and then I did two weeks of puree, mm. and then I did went into soft foods for two weeks, and then I was graduated into yeah. solids. And I mean, she said that I can mush around the the purees and soft foods, but I was just really scared. Yeah, yeah, and so. and that's that happens to a lot of people. They're just like more conscious, and and you know the, they put the stop sign up a little bit early. That's fine. Yeah, like for as long as you're not like jumping ahead super early, you know. Like, yeah, I've, I've seen it. I've yes. seen people we've we've people heard. Are. We've heard it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Surprise yeah. the shit out of us. Yeah. 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 We were it's, like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you just did that. Okay. All right. Yeah, right, right. So it's, you know, if you just follow the directions, sort of take it at your own pace and also just keep in touch with your dietitian um, or or your team, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's like the best thing you could do because I've definitely worked with lots of people who are like, I need, I need one more week on this, or I need three more days on, you know, purees or whatever it might be. Okay. And um, we can extend that out. Absolutely. Okay. And you just let people email you questions or do they have to have an appointment for all that jazz? Well, no, I, I sort of work as like, I, in, in my own head, I'm like, I work more as like a concierge, a concierge dietitian where I am taking um, emails, messages through messenger questions through Instagram. Um, What else is there? How how else do you contact people? Oh, through my chart, you know, through, through the uh, electronic medical records. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just contact me however you want, especially because there's that moment where you're trying to figure out what you need and how to answer a question. And you're like, Oh, I'm alone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, 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 no. You're not alone. Yes. Um, so, so they can just reach out to me and I get back to them within, you know, anywhere from like a few minutes to 24 hours. Oh, that's, that's awesome. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wish they, I wish I had something like that six years ago. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I met my dietitian maybe twi- twice, and I never talked yeah. to her after. Yeah. Yeah. At all. And you know what, though? I'm going to tell you right now. I have I have worked with people that I've only met with twice also. So it, it does, there is that sort of, like, people have to be wanting to work on it yeah. work with a dietitian as well, you know? And, mm-hmm. and that's just, like, so, some people might have not wanted to work with me in particular. I don't know. I'm very like, <laughs> like I told you before this startup from New York, I, I yell, I, you know, so I don't know. It's, it's up to the person to come to their follow-ups, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you know what, you're right. Because I, there, people are not required to see me after surgery. Um, our program highly recommends it. They should I reach out to people, blah, blah, blah. But it is not like a strict, like you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. Like I think it should be because like I saw my, like Dr. Patterson on like that, the one month, three months, six months, mm-hmm. like I did the whole thing for a good, like two years. Mm-hmm. But I didn't once get a phone call from my dietitian or right. a check in or anything. So, right. so that's and that's an, an, an sort of an issue, I guess, um, with like, I, 
think that there's other things at hand there because there's like um, accreditation and all of this other stuff for for um, surgery centers and like be, meeting with a dietitian afterwards is not part of that accreditation. Right. So it's, it's yeah. part of it before, you know, maybe not after for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely recommend it. I push it. I'm like, hey, reach out to me anytime. Um, but they are required to see our nurse practitioner at like the one week, eight weeks, six month, one mm-hmm. year. So okay. that, that structure is always there, which is nice. That is yeah. awesome. I, I did talk to my nutritionist, yeah, my registered dietitian after mm-hmm. surgery. So I talked to her at like six months. She like checked in on me and was like, we had a conversation of that carbs scared me. And because they did. And she was like, okay, try like, a bite of potatoes, see how that goes, and then move on. And I was like, I just don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> so yeah. then we revisited the conversation at one year. Yeah. And she was like, okay, now you really have to start eating some carbs because mm-hmm. I wasn't eating like zero. Yeah, it was real. It was like 20 to 25 grams of carbs. Okay, so you were very low. Very, very, very low. low. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, her carb situation, like, I'm like, dude, this is not bad for you. Stop it. Yeah. And, and even yeah. when even when we do reviews, she'll read it and she'll be like, it's kind of high in carbs. I'm like, don't do that. No, it's not. Yeah. That's in your brain. But, but yeah. like, you but know, actual it, math wise, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then and then not even in that very moment, but like long term, let's say, you know, you're on this like very, very, very low carb thing for so long. And then all of a sudden you like feel so deprived that you over introduce right. mm-hmm. carbs. And that's where I'm at now. Is that okay. exactly what you're talking about is exactly where okay. I'm at now. Mm-hmm. So, so now we got to get like an average in between like the low and the high. So you come back in mm-hmm. the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a rubber band. We need to like come back. Yes. Yeah. I I need to be pulled back into like mm-hmm. where I was before, but not as strict. Like I need mm-hmm. to find a happy medium mm-hmm. of between like normal people carbs and my low carb, like somewhere mm-hmm. in there. Somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah. Because that's what happens is I is I deprive myself mm-hmm. and then I overindulge because I've deprived myself for so long. Right. It's and a cycle. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm noticing that the cycle is happening like, I mean, I have definitely been eating my feelings the last few months. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's just been happening. And yeah. I need to like pull myself back out of that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think it's worth noting, though, that you're going through a major life change. I mean, this is like, you know, in a way, very traumatic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, probably a lot of emotions are coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and recognizing that and talking to a therapist and blah, 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 you know the deal. <laughs> yes. But also, but also finding a different outlet, you know, besides food is always a great idea. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, okay, well... Then what? Like, what is the outlet? Yeah. Yep. Then yep. that's exactly where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Is like, yeah. I okay, I've eaten my feelings for three months. I've fallen off of like my plan and everything, but I'm not he I'm not healing myself by doing those things. Mm-hmm. Right. Like right. I'm actually like because I have autoimmune diseases. Mm. And so when I start eating more sugar, more carbs, it tends to inf- inflame my body. Along with the stress of already being in a divorce. Yeah. So I, I'm i like, I'm hurting myself yeah. by doing these things. Right. And so I'm having to like snap myself back into where I was before. 
Yeah. And I think that sometimes, sometimes it does take a little while to see sort of like the backlash of those new habits that Mm -hmm. you formed. Um, Because weight doesn't come on immediately. No. If it did, we wouldn't do this. Yeah. Yeah. If you would see it immediately. Oh, then we wouldn't do it. It's like like the instant gratification thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. But then again, you know, after you eat the sugar and the this and the that, it's not like you, it's not like you after one of those, you know, food indulgences, you say, you know, oh, I feel so good. I feel great that I ate that. Right. You know? Yep. But after a healthy, um, you know, a healthier meal, mm-hmm. you will say, oh, you know what? I'm glad I ate that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. So it's always it's in the moment. Um, we we have this like present bias that in that very moment our body and our brain just wants the more comforting thing. Mm-hmm. So that's where the twenty minutes come from. If you can get past that present bias, then you're better off. I love it. That's what I need to do. Is just like distract because I'm a I'm a distraction. Uh, yeah, like mm-hmm. I need to like figure out something else to do. So let's not even call it an outlet. Let's call it a distraction. Yeah. Just yeah. distract yourself for 20 minutes. Like what I read is that people will just like, oh, they'll go get their laundry out of the dryer and they'll bring it yeah. into the room and oh. then they'll start randomly doing stuff around the house that needs to get done for the 20 minutes. And then now they forgot about they wanted the, the food and now they finished a, a chore or a project right. and they feel good about themselves. That's a great so idea. That dopamine effect, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That the food would have given you. Plus you're out of the kitchen. Yeah. You're get yourself out. At yep. You don't look at that door or that fridge. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really like that idea. Yeah. I, because I always have laundry to do. Yes, you do. So, <laughs> I always have laundry. <laughs> and so, and it's always just sitting in baskets in my room. So yep. that's actually a really good idea. When I feel hungry at night, like snacky, just fold my laundry. Yeah. And, and you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to add one more layer onto that. Okay. okay. Your laundry, but also listen to your favorite music or your favorite podcast or, you know, watch like have something in the background that you like because carrying that fun thing will also make you want to do the laundry because you're like, oh, if I do the laundry, I get to listen to that podcast. Yep. So then you're really, I mean, then you're really going like crazy in your mind, but at the same time it works. Well, and you're also raping, raising the raping, raising those, God, (laughs) no, um, raising those dopamine because you're doing something that's making you happy. Right. Making you feel good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause like that's, um, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or humble brag over here, but that's kind of yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I do is I'll throw up a podcast. A lot of it, it's like it's Whitney Cummings or it's the um, your mom's house stuff. Like I throw it up there and because they're they're comedians and they make yeah. me laugh. So while I'm laughing, I'm putting away the laundry. And one night I told Kelly, I was like, yeah, I did it at 11 o'clock at night. And she's like. Why would you do that? Like, why are you doing laundry like, at 11 o'clock? I was like, I don't know. Like, I just is like, I need to do this. So, like, I just popped the podcast on and, like, avoided mm-hmm. the, the dessert that I was really trying to have. Yeah. Yes. And that is actually called, I want to make sure I'm saying this right, temptation bundling. Temptation oh. bundling. I like that. So, if you bundle something you enjoy with something that you dread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's actually mm-hmm. what I read. I just didn't know the name of it. How funny. Yeah. You yeah. pair it with something you don't like with what you like. Huh. Yeah. 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 And then your brain just starts associating it with 
like the thing that you don't like with that. Whoa. Okay. So like if you're listening, so if you dread doing your workout, but you're listening to music that you love Mm -hmm. during the workout, it's going to... I was say, or our podcast. Like, or, or a podcast, or a us. random podcast of two girls <laughs> that are just wackadoodle, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. It does. Yeah. yeah. Oh I, my God. That's why we love doing this podcast. Because we learn so much. And like the light bulbs go off and you're like, I can do that. I can, I can totally do that. Do that. Yeah, I, it's fun. And it, yeah, it's exciting because you're like, oh, I've got a whole new plan now. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Yeah. I'm really excited. Well, I know I have to ask you this question or our followers would probably be like, what the hell you two? What are you guys doing? (laughs) So they all want to, they they want to talk about the proteins. So what's the best protein? What's the order of the proteins? What should like an average bariatric patient have for protein? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'll usually recommend um, in in general, because I always have to give a general number and then I'm working with someone one-on-one, we can sort of tweak that, but I'll usually tell my patients to at the very least get 70 to hundred grams of protein. So in the ASMBS per day, per day, uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. In the ASMBS guidelines, they say six, they used to say 60 to 90. They said you can get up to hundred. So I made it 70 to hundred. Okay. Something to shoot for. Nice. And, um, and then Wait, what was the other question? What's the best protein? Mm-hmm. What's yeah, the like best? the levels. Because people yeah. were like, well, I have to isolate and I have to have whey or I can't have or this. Or it has and- to be amino acid something. Brandon. So we just want to make sure that we're hitting all those. All the levels yeah. of yeah. protein. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So first off, the best protein is the ones that you can get from your food. Mm-hmm. And especially because with protein shakes, as we know, they're really great, easy ways to get protein when you're in a rush. And like, if you're just like not hungry and you haven't eaten for like five hours and you're like, I know I need my protein. That's great. But if you're using it as like a meal replacement, then you're risking the fact that it's a liquid and it doesn't sit in your stomach for a long time. So you actually, it'll rid your stomach and you'll get hungrier quicker. Gotcha. If it's okay. a liquid. Okay. okay. So I, I'm fine with like my patients having protein shakes if they want them, but that's the warning of, hey, it might not fill you up like for too, too long. Um, now, I usually recommend isolate as the top um, protein okay. and then like concentrate. And um, actually, it's funny because I have I'm, like in this book, they basically list out all of the proteins like the caseinate and the hydrosylate and all okay. of this. There are even calculators online where you can plug in like all the amino acid profile and the type of protein in it. And you can get like a number, you know, but as long as you are getting, I would say most of your protein through solid foods in your diet, then that's, that's great. Okay. Um, I usually recommend isolate as the number one top and um, for liquid. For, uh, yeah. For, I'm sorry, for a, for a protein shake or, or meal replacement. Okay. Um, and then concentrate is usually the second one. And then like a, there's sometimes like combinations of isolate and concentrate. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty good too. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I like the levels of that. And then, of course, I'm going to have to ask you about the collagen situation. So, the collagen yeah. situation. So, like, because we, there's a bunch of collagen companies because I, I get it. Like, we need that as, bar- I feel like I need that as a bariatric patient because of, like, I did have dry hair, like, for a long time. And, like, the growth was definitely a problem. Mm-hmm. Skin being dry, mm-hmm. um, being in, like, colder climates. Like, I don't want my skin to look dry. Well, and Ronak, you know? the CEO of 
Abby said that after a certain age, you start to lose collagen. Yeah. Any like naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, then we've already started. (laughs) Yeah. Another thing to look forward to. Low number. Damn it. But I mean, he was like, you you naturally lose it. So, I mean, so it can't hurt to like put it back in your system. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then. So what ends up happening is we don't know how much we're absorbing, you know, and that's like, that's for a lot of stuff, but, Mm -hmm. um, it's not, you know, a lot of the, um, research that's available on collagen Mm -hmm. is, um, self-described research, like self, self, um, reported, Mm -hmm. um, my skin feels more, uh, tender or Mm -hmm. my hair feels more luxurious, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, it's self-reported. So it's not like tested in a lab. And then a lot of these things don't have to go through FDA approval. And, um, you know, it's, it's not really highly regulated. So I usually don't say do this one product or this one product. Mm -hmm. I will say, if you want to take collagen, it's likely not going to hurt you. Mm -hmm. And if it's making you feel like your hair is shinier or your gut is a little bit better or whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. then, then take it then take it. That's fine. And full disclosure, I take collagen. I oh, take collagen. Nice. Um, yeah. It's not obby collagen, but it's, it is a collagen powder that I put into my coffee or my yogurt. So, nice. and, and to me, I feel better taking it. I don't think that it's doing anything magnificent to me. I think that it's a really, I think it's a nice product, but I don't think it's changing my life. Okay. Um, I do think that a lot of the collagen that I should be getting should be through my food. Okay. You know, things like uh, like bone broth and mm-hmm. um, animal proteins have a lot of collagen. I was about to ask, mm-hmm. what kind can you get? So, so basically, like the meat proteins have a lot of collagen mm-hmm. in them. Yeah, yeah, naturally have that. Is there? So, if you're eating more protein in your diet, you're automatically going to get collagen. Yeah, yeah. got yeah. it. Yeah, and well, not yeah. just protein, just animal pro like food protein yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what i'm talking yeah. about yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah cool and then is there like I, I said cool really weird like that sorry you did but um, that's fine i was just gonna let you roll with it but you're the I one that called it. yourself out I, felt, I was like that felt, <laughs> yeah. weird. that felt weird um is there a certain amount of collagen that the anybody over 30 should probably have to like help out with the loss that we're having or or is that um, not your wheelhouse i don't know, I don't know. I don't know the exact like milligrams or um, percentage that you should have in your diet. Um, that again, I would have to get back to you. Okay. Because I'm not 100% sure. Oh, okay. I like that. And then you, and then can we count the protein that is in collagen? Because Avi, it has the protein and the collagen. That's kind of their thing is that they have both of them together. Yeah. Can the average person count that protein into their daily protein goals? Yeah. Right. So typically I would say, you know, before this conversation, I would say, you know, if you're just going to have collagen, Mm -hmm. um, likely not the most, like it's not a complete protein and it might not serve you to count it towards your protein goals. Um, however, if you have a protein powder that happens to have the collagen in it and it's made out of whey concentrate and you have 20 grams of protein in there and you already know maybe like eight grams of that is collagen, then just count the 12 grams. Okay. You know, oh, okay. We don't, again, we don't know how exactly how much we're absorbing anyway. So okay. we can average it out. We okay. can say, okay, are we at least hitting maybe like anywhere from 60 to 70 grams of protein at least? Then mm-hmm. we're probably. Okay. okay. And awesome. we can always add our collagen to like, so say we're doing a meal replacement shake. 
we yeah. could always just add that that powder into that shake and then you you're getting both essentially absolutely okay yes yeah all right yeah and, and, then, we'll, and then right and then you can say oh i'll count the 20 grams from just my protein powder and you can do both yeah, yeah. okay yeah all right that's what i that's kind of what my thought was but i just want to make sure that that was correct well yeah because yeah. the biggest misconception i wouldn't say misconception but understanding was when we were doing the live for avi they were just saying like hey that's uh, we're not sure if that can count towards our goals but when we looked at the avi set there is a way concentrate in there so that's why you just minus off whatever the collagen is. And that's how much protein you're actually getting in those right. doses. And, all, and, yeah. and you know what? It's all uh, average anyway. You know, right. we're just getting yeah. anyway. Yeah. Okay. You know, so so does it I mean, at the end of the day, does it matter if maybe like 10 of those grams overall in the whole day we're not absorbing? Probably not. But, okay. you know, especially if that's what you're focusing on for most of your meals. Okay. Perfect. All right. I like it. Is there anything that you can think of that we've had questions on that we were supposed to ask her? No, I think we pretty much covered everything. I, so I know that we had a lot of questions of carbs, protein, protein. that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we got to talk about the berry box because yeah. I can't wait for that. Um, it's going to be... I, I'm excited to try the meals because they all sound amazing. Awesome. Yeah, they sound yes. delicious. Yeah. And and I just want to say, you know, anyone that's listening to this, um, it, you know, a lot of these things that I recommend, yes, they're based on like ASMBS and Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics recommendations, but a lot of them are also come from like patient experience. Mm-hmm. Um because every patient is so different mm-hmm. and like maybe, you know, certain carbs work amazing for some patients and certain don't, you know, so Mm -hmm. everything is a little bit flexible. Um, So I wouldn't take anything to heart until you talk to your own dietitian, really. Okay. And, and I mean, as we, we always, we have our thing in the beginning of the episode that always says, if you're going to change anything, talk to your surgeon, talk to your dietitian. Yeah. We don't, we don't want you to get hurt. Not a doctor. We are not doctors. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. (laughs) We did not go to school for that. (laughs) I could do your taxes. That's about it. And I can, I can uh, help you with your teeth cleaning. That's about, that's that's my extensive knowledge. I would love both of those things to be done. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I love it. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day, your schedule to hang out with us, answer all of these random questions. And I learned so much about like nutrition and you that like, I love like, yeah, this this is going to be like a whole new, like friendship going forward I think yes I'm in I'm a hundred percent in to this friendship yes yeah you can't get rid of us now no that's it we're we're stopped yeah we're stuck to your side I I also really appreciate you taking the time for me to be able to promote Barry Box it is a very new company you know and you and everyone knows with new companies you do need support um so and I just want to make sure that everyone knows like we're doing something for the community just to give you an option, yeah. you know? Yes. And, um, and hopefully you enjoy it. Yay. Yeah, so yes. Check and we, out. yes. Check out Barry box. They're on Instagram. It's B A R I box. And mm-hmm. Jana, you are absolutely amazing. And so many light bulbs went off this episode. I'm so excited. Oh, thank you guys so, so much for having me. I really, really had a good time. Yay. Well, thank you. Uh, and right. you know what? If we ever have more questions, we might just have you on for part two. I think this is what we do with people from Baltimore. We're like, 
we have to keep you around. Yeah, like, yeah. Can we just like we're just gonna reel you in, and we'll just keep I'll, you I'll keep coming over. Yay! <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Deanna. We will. All right. Have a good night, guys. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. All right. That was Jana. Yeah, she is awesome. She's so just real. And that was mm-hmm. what was cool. It wasn't like so clinical. It was just like a really like a chat. It like, really was. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like we were just sitting down talking about. No, just keep going. And uh, we'll let her in. Um, just talking about normal, mm-hmm. normal food. And yeah. that's what we needed. Seriously. So. Go check, go check her out right now. Check out the berry box. And we are going to check out the berry box as well. So yes. look out for our lives and the stories and everything. Yes. So we appreciate you guys. And we will see you next, next time. time. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you have enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review and subscribe on any platform you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Join us on patreon.com forward slash OSLP where you can get exclusive content. We would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logo, Nick Dukes for our web design, Dylan Godfrey for our editing, and Eric Fong with 17th Street Studios for our music and recording space. Thank you for listening to our Sleep Life podcast. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time.